0: Hey, welcome to the Oakland Warriors podcast. Uh, this is Patrick. And I'm Chuck, And uh, we talk about the Golden State Warriors from, a, from an old school fan's perspective. Because if you didn't love them at their worst, you don't deserve them at their best.
1: Or I would argue because we're old school because we were born before 1990. You can't prove that. One of us was born before 1990. Yeah.
0: One of us was born before 1980. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh we're recording, and they seem to be doing a fire alarm test. So, intermittently, in the background, you might hear a very harsh... <laughs> Fire alarm.
1: Yeah. And you will you might hear us screaming if there is an actual fire in the building. So
0: just listen for that, too. Yeah. We're uh, still in the dead time of the NBA offseason. Yeah, man. Well, we're really stretching
1: that uh, theory of the NBA being a, a, a 12-month season, I think, right now. But thankfully, this week, as you know, is the uh, the Naismith uh, Basketball Hall of Fame. Uh, induction ceremony for 2018. So, um, yeah, what are your thoughts
0: on the uh, the class of 2018? Um, it's an impressive class, man. I yeah. mean, <clears throat> the three that always stand out to me uh, are uh, Jason Kidd, uh, Steve Nash, and, and Grant Hill. Those guys are awesome. Yeah, yeah, and I, I would argue that, uh, including Grant Hill, there's a Bay Area connection to all of them, right? Uh, what's Grand Hills Bay Area connection? I believe Jason Kidd's Cal team beat Duke. Yes, yes, that that is a, a, a connection.
1: Yeah, and then Jason Kidd played for Cal and Stephen Steve Nash. I was about to call him Steven Nash. I don't think he would like that. I think um, his dad would be happy. With yeah, that. when he's upset at him. Um, yeah. Steve Nash played for Santa Clara. So, yes, yeah, Bay Area. Yeah,
0: yeah, and Jason Kidd also played at St. Joe's. That is right, Oakland, Alameda. Oakland, Alameda. That's right. Yeah, Alameda. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw him play a couple times. In high school, yeah, yeah, at the uh, uh, because I was in high school at the same time. He was a couple years older than me. Aha! You were born uh, before 1980. Got dang you. It. Busted. <laughs> uh, I'll just delete that. <laughs> Take care of that in post. Yeah, uh, I'll say rumor had it. <laughs> um, but yeah, like everybody in the area uh, would talk about this guy, Jason Kidd, because you know we were in high school. We'd play basketball, and, and you would just know, but you didn't know they were because there was no internet you know? yeah and they weren't talking about like that you they weren't featured in in uh, mainstream magazines or on tv so it's like whispers in the street right about jason kidd yeah like jason kidd, it was, it was jason <laughs> kidd. and he's like oh my god he's like magic johnson <laughs> have you seen jason kidd he was like oh my god so i remember going to the coliseum to watch the state finals and they i think they were playing modern day
1: mm-hmm Another yeah. another uh, basketball powerhouse from uh S- Southern California.
0: Yeah, and I, I think they won pretty handily. Uh who, Modern Day? No, uh, St. Joe's. Oh, okay. It was it was clear like who he was because he was a six four point guard uh in high school, wide bodied, uh who could just dominate everything. It was one of the more impressive things I'd ever seen in person, uh at the at the well at the high school level. Uh, but it was funny because my friends and I got there and we were like, which one is he during pregame? And we we're like, Oh, it's this dude. It's this dude. And then it was like, "No, nah, that it turns out to be like the random looking light, light skin. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ethnically ambiguous guy. right?"
1: <laughs> and we're like, Oh, that's him. I think he's in like the same category as maybe like Blake Griffin too. Right. And like, Oh, uh, you guys yeah. are kind of ethnically ambiguous. <laughs> well, Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Um, that, that's an awesome so so how was the people must have been super pumped what,
0: yeah what, yeah there's was, because it was, it was could bulked, you just yeah. see
1: how much better he was than everyone else on the court yeah and, and like could you I, and uh, i'll follow up with another question were you able to predict at the time how good he would have been, end up being like did you know like oh this guy's gonna be an all-star in the nba i
0: mean i think we knew how good he was going to be i think uh not just from seeing that, you know what I mean, because we when he played at Cal, eventually, you know, like we Go just we knew, we knew. Uh, uh, you could see it right there, sure. right, because he was just dominating. But in high school, he was so much bigger than people that were playing his position. Yeah, and uh, uh, at point six, guard. Yeah, yeah, and, six four point guard. Yeah, at six, and he was, he, he was, he's thick, you know. Yeah, and so he was, he was really physical, and um, he was athletic, for you know that. Age range and at that level, you know what I mean. Gary Payton
1: uh, this week said that he was like
0: the first LeBron. Exactly right, yeah, yeah. because everybody called him like the next Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. and he uh, he was awesome, man. And I love that I used to see him at Cal football games too when I was in high school. And then I think there was a point where like we would try to like hey, hey Jason, hey Jason, you know, kind of mess with him a little bit. But uh, he he would he would like turn and look. But then he I think he was learning that he was famous and that he he would start. He would not. What's the
1: over under on how the percentage of classes that Jason Kidd actually went to uh, while he was at Cal?
0: <laughs> over under that. <laughs> I don't know. That, this is the Todd Bozeman era. Right? Yeah, so probably, um, not <laughs> <laughs> probably not too many. Probably
1: not too many. Todd Bozeman, for those of you who don't know, was an incredibly corrupt basketball coach, uh, head coach of the Cal basketball team <laughs> uh, in the uh, early 90s, and he was uh, fired under.
0: Um, incredible amount of controversy right like what did he do again i mean he i think he paid people stuff (laughs) like that's it (laughs) like i remember seeing. do you remember jelani gardner yes yeah 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 Yeah. like in 95 eventually transferred to uh, pepperdine i think right yeah 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 i I guess yeah he left but i remember seeing him uh on telegraph driving like a brand new car and i was like that's fine you know like i don't know his background um but I was like, oh, I wonder if uh, Bozeman bought him that <laughs> car. <laughs> like It was a really nice, shiny, blue Jeep Cherokee or something. Yeah, um, Todd Bo. I mean, to
1: give credit where it's due, though, Todd Bozeman is the reason why Jason Kidd went to Cal, right? Yeah, So um,
0: he must have paid.
1: But he's also the reason why Cal basketball has never recovered from, from the uh, – the, the amount of corruption that was leveled on the program. So, yeah.
0: They did have Ryan Anderson. They did. Yeah. They did. They did. Yeah. Um, later. We'll talk about him.
1: Um Yeah. So Jason Kidd. Yeah. I think he's definitely up there with Gary Payton as uh, Brian Shaw, uh, Isaiah, J.R. Ryder as, you know, Oakland, Oakland, Bay Area, like basketball legends. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, that made it to the NBA that did really well in the NBA that had long careers. Um, yeah. I remember seeing Jason Kidd just. I didn't. I wasn't a huge Cal fan, even though um, you know full transparency. I ended up going to Cal, but um, I saw him during the tournament. So we're like
0: opposites, like that, because I was a huge Cal fan. I so weird.
1: I was never a Cal fan. I I wasn't even a Cal fan when I went to Cal initially. I was like, man, this team, this team really sucks. <laughs> I think the football team won one game my freshman year.
0: Was uh, Justin Vetter the quarterback? No, that was after your time. Justin
1: Vetter was there. He was the uh, he was there. Um, uh maybe the second year i forgot yeah but oh, right. well, he was around yeah justin better he was a he was a transfer anyways oh, yeah. um jason kidd yeah man like he when i when i think of jason kidd i think of right the the passing the game management just like quintessential like big point guard who was really athletic um his vision everything like just being able to make a team and teammates better right um, what I find interesting, though, is that how he kind of became, like, a jump shooter, like, towards the end of his uh, career, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when did he win that championship with the Mavs? That was what?
0: 2011? 11 or I 12, believe. right? Yeah. I don't yeah, remember, yeah, but yeah. he always had the most horrendous looking he was a, shot.
1: Re, he was a really bad shooter for a really long time and then all of a sudden he was shooting like 35 to 37% from three like mm-hmm. towards the end of his career and that was his thing. Like if he was wide open he would nail a, a three point shot but yeah. I just remember how bad of a shooter he was for so long. Right? He, mm-hmm. And he didn't shoot. He never shot. Right? He just took it to the hole. Uh, I remember him the the big 3 him Jamal Mashburn and Jimmy Jackson the 3Js three the 3Js yeah uh that w- that was dismantled really quickly because of uh Tony Braxton Tony Braxton that's right so yeah. who 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 dated who's who was involved in that love triangle was
0: it? I think it was a kid was supposed to meet up with her and then uh Jimmy Jackson uh call like you know he was the cock blocker and he was like you know, Oh, uh, Jason can't make it or something. Really? <laughs> like, I don't know. That's
1: some like next level of cock blocking. I right mean, God damn, uh, uh,
0: that that's based on what I barely remember in 1995. Wow. What about Steve, Steven Nash, Steven Nash, Mr. Steven Nash from Canada. Um, yeah,
1: Santa Clara. I mean, I grew up in the South Bay, so it was kind of a big deal for Santa Clara to I mean, Santa Clara university is a small Catholic Jesuit univer- private university, in like the middle of Silicon Valley right and um is not known for much but it's it's a not a bad school certainly not a great athletic program but Steven Nash um yeah Steve Nash took uh Santa Clara to the NCAA tournament twice and didn't so they had some big upset right
0: yeah they, they beat Arizona when Arizona was like a very high seed, yeah, it was like uh, a two fifteen matchup. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: so yeah, Steve Nash. I, I, I have nothing but superlatives to say about him. I love him. I love his like uh, stance on like politics and mm-hmm. you know, socioeconomic issues. I think he's he seems like a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like he'd be a lot of fun to play with too. Mm-hmm. And I think he's underrated as like a, a scorer, a shooter. Like you see Steph Curry, he's like the next evolution of Steve Nash, right? Right. Because Steve Nash could shoot. Yeah, he, he, he could shoot the shit out of the ball, and when he was in college, I think he averaged over twenty points a game, right? Like easily. Yeah. I mean, his MVP seasons, he didn't average twenty points. One no. of the, one of the seasons, right? No, no, I don't think either. N- neither, but he just had a shit ton of assists, right? Yeah, um, um, yeah. What about you? What do you think about?
0: Oh man, Mr. Uh, Nash. Uh, when he so he played at Santa Clara pretty much the same time as Jason Kidd being at Cal. Sure. Maybe they, uh, maybe I think Nash left like a year later, and I remember because. Nash played for four years, right? Uh, He graduated. Did he? Okay, Uh, Um, I think so. I don't know. uh, Probably. Yeah, you know. But (laughs) Stephen Nash seems like the kind of guy. The leaving early. (laughs) (laughs) What are we talking about here? This is early '90s. We're talking about Stephen Nash here, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Stephen J. I don't know what his middle (laughs) initial is. Um, But uh, uh, I actually couldn't stand him at Santa Clara because I didn't like his game and. uh, I don't know. Whatever. Like, I, I just there was something. I was young and I was like, I don't like this guy. Was it because
1: he was like uh, uh, a pesky, like, uh, what's the word for like white guys who are like who overachieve? Like, uh, yeah.
0: I mean, I was a Cal. I was a Cal fan, and he always gave uh, the Bears uh, uh, problems. Yeah, and um, I refused to believe that this guy was actually that good. Yeah, and he, you know, like, and he kind of reminded me of who's that character who rode the motorcycle in Bad News Bears. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Just, I was like, uh, really? <laughs> they kind of look alike. That actor, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he played Rorschach in uh, Watchmen too. What's his name? Yeah,
0: yeah. And didn't he play uh, uh, Freddy Krueger in like one of the recent remakes? Or you're something? right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right, you're right. But uh, Jackie Earl Haley, <laughs> Jackie Earl Haley. <laughs> they do kind of look alike. <laughs> yeah. So that's who. We, I mean, I was I was in high school, so I, my association was very you know, like. Uh, from movies and tv it's like your your cinephile and your
1: basketball like uh like kind of like joined forces for that uh, opinion of like that like uh,
0: opinion without any basis about steve nash <laughs> and that's how the rest of my life went yeah yeah, yeah yeah, um but do you remember that uh when when nash went pr- there was a certain point when um the Suns, the phoenix Suns, had uh kevin johnson yep jason kidd mm-hmm. and steve nash yep 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 uh I mean, I don't know. Obviously, like, Nash wasn't that great. How long long was he on the Suns before he was traded to the Mavs? Oh, man. It must have been, like, a hot minute, maybe, like, a year uh, or maybe two or something. I mean, think about, like, how
1: his career... Like, so he gets drafted by the Suns and he's stuck behind two, like, you know, arguable legends, right? Yeah. And then he goes to the Mavs the same year they draft Dirk Nowitzki and fucking magic. Michael Finley's there, too. Mm -hmm. Like, God, like, that just really like was a that was another fork in his career right like yeah. he, he could have been stuck on the bench maybe never would have gotten a chance if that he was still in the suns yeah and then ironically goes back to the suns and
0: becomes MB, MVP MVP uh, back-to-back years so yeah yeah i mean it's it's crazy to think what kind of late bloomer he was because it took a few years uh, for him to really kind of flourish after uh yeah. after getting drafted mm-hmm. and that's why i like the steph curry comparisons it's like Curry was good his first year, you know what I mean? He averaged like was it 15 16 17? Middle middle yeah. teens, yeah. Yeah, and um it's, it's only the ankle injuries that kind of derailed his ascension mm-hmm. more or less. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, but like
1: well they're both if you think if you think of it, like the, them as analogous players, like they're both like 6'3", they're both small framed, mm-hmm. right? Good shooters, good passers, but not very strong and i think they both probably they took some time to develop like physically to get uh, used to the physicality of the game right you know running around screens constantly getting bumped all the time like it's tough mm-hmm. when you're like a hundred and i don't know like 70 pounds yeah and you're 60 yeah. and you have no muscles like steph curry's like pretty yoke now so yeah but that took time yeah
0: and it was also about you know kind of finding like uh, uh, an opportunity to kind yeah. of play their game yeah right? exactly and then to be, like let loose exactly
1: so. yeah steph curry used to be benched in the fourth quarter like as a defensive substitution for AC Law, no, not AC Law. I forgot he played for the Warriors. Um, fucking, I don't know, man. I don't know someone, <laughs> someone, someone like who was who 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 couldn't carry his jockstrap. I guess <laughs> Bimbo Coles was on the team again. <laughs> um, but okay, so so Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, of course, like yeah. well deserved. Congratulations to those guys. Um, I'm sure you're listening. So. <laughs> You're listening to the Oakland Warriors podcast. Do you know Oakland Warriors is a website too? OaklandWarriors.com offers a collection of Warriors t-shirts that are comfy, classy, and cool. Fit for a real Warriors fan like you. Forget basic tees and boring designs. With Oakland Warriors, you can show your team pride with those in the know. So come celebrate the new death lineup with Steph, Clay, Draymond, Katie, and Boogie. Rep the Hamptons 5, and show some love for China Clay. I have a shirt from OaklandWarriors.com. It's comfy and soft, and it reps the dubs in a low-key but fun way. Don't believe me? Check out OaklandWarriors.com and use the code podcast at checkout for a 10% discount.
0: Uh, You mentioned Grant Hill. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I couldn't stand Grant Hill at Duke, but I was a big fan. Of his, did, uh, have you seen highlights recently of how good he was in yes. Detroit?
1: Yes, uh, on on the NBA subreddit, like a lot of a lot of people, a lot of like the old heads like us will be like, oh, you guys didn't know what you guys never knew what LaFonso Ellis was like. Watch this video clip of him, you know, <laughs> like and uh, yeah, like the, you will occasionally see. Uh, Grant Hill, like uh, videos, and God, that guy was so good. I rem- I distinctively remember watching a lot of him uh, when he was on TV. Um, yeah, it's like I hated him on Duke too, but then once he shaved that flat top and shaved his head and went to the <laughs> Pistons, like I was like, I'm, I'm in, I'm totally in, right? Yeah. Like, how would you how would you describe his game for those people who were never able to see him?
0: He could do anything he wanted. Yes, I mean he. Uh, at six eight, yes, long and lanky. I mean, athletic. Uh, yeah. Could jump out
1: of the gym. Yep, yep. great defender. Decent shooter. Pretty Decent good shooter. shooter. Okay shooter. Yeah. yeah, but he got better.
0: Yeah, uh, kind of good all around passer. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, you know, people say also he was like LeBron. <laughs> Yeah, you know, just Without, like his, the size. Just Without, like they you know were saying Jason Kidd is like oh, I know.
1: Well Jason Kidd I can see from like the beefiness, right? But like right. Grand Hill's skinny. He was yeah. like super skinny.
0: Yeah, still is.
1: Um and that's like uh a, that's a, that's a big what if, right? Like if his career didn't shake out like if he got drafted if he got traded when he signed with Orlando with Tracy McGrady, mm-hmm. if his ankle was still not fucked up and he was still could play at the level he did when he was on the Pistons. I mean, this guy there's a video I saw recently on, on the uh, on NBA subreddit where he crossed up prime Scotty Pippen
0: mm-hmm. and just
1: jammed. Yeah, jammed on him. I was like, wow, like that's Scotty Pippen. You just like like
0: broke yeah. his ankles, man. Yeah, and he was like Scotty Pippen, but better. Yes, right. More more offensive game. Yeah, and could more do, passing. Yeah, could do like uh, more things.
1: You know, you're right. He is his game is like he's like uh, he was like a LeBron. Like yeah. he could do everything.
0: There was uh, a part of me that very much. Uh, became a fan of Grant Hill, and then uh, I was so bummed when he got hurt with yeah. the ankle because yeah. the NBA was really searching in the uh, in, in the like the late '90s for someone to the replace next, star, the star, right? the next MJ, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so,
1: well, his uh, did he ever play with Jerry Stackhouse? Because that was another uh,
0: next MJ, right? When they, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a whole another thing. Yeah, yeah, um, Harold Miner. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, like I always because I wasn't uh I wasn't a fan of Kobe's. I was like I was like Grant Hill is the one guy that could play Kobe straight up. Yeah. You know, like that's what I used to hope and think, but he never he never you know, got healthy enough. Again. He never got healthy
1: and he always had shit teams. Yeah. Uh, well not shit, like not great teams. You yeah. Know? So um uh well deserved I would say as well. Like yeah. Hall of Fame. Like thank goodness. Like he made it to the Hall of Fame even though his like his prime years were cut short, right?
0: I mean that guy could have been like a top <clears throat> Uh, depending on if he was ever on a a winning team. Top 20. could have been, like, how many, just imagine uh, who he was at his peak and if that continued in an upward trajectory in terms of, like, small forwards, right? There's Larry Bird, there's LeBron, there's KD, like, there's Scottie Pippen, uh, a bunch of old dudes, (laughs) too. You know what I mean? And, like... Tracy McGrady made the uh, Hall of Fame last year. Oh, that guy's badass, man. Yeah, he was great. He was so good, too. But, you know, I I prefer a Donald (laughs) Foyle.
1: (laughs) <laughs> for his philanthropic uh efforts I would prefer a Donald Foyle cuz yeah. he does a lot of good stuff. Right. Um the uh that the, that brings brings up something I I, I wanted to mention uh, with Grant Hill like he was another example of a guy who just evolved this game, right? Because after he wasn't able to move as well and lost some of his athleticism, he ended up playing until he was like 42. And he was he ended up becoming a pretty good shooter. He like, he played on the uh the Suns team yeah. with uh, Steve Nash, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, but but by then he was like really old. He's like in his late thirties.
0: Yeah, yeah. But oddly enough, like he looked exactly. the he same. He looked exactly <laughs> the same. He had
1: like even better stamina than he probably did before, right? Like, yeah,
0: he, I mean, except his ankle's like two hundred years old.
1: Well, they were saying like his the m- number of miles on that he had accrued by the time he was like that age was like much less than so another player that would be the same age who actually played all you know yeah most of the eighty two games a season just because he was out so much right yeah yeah.
0: Um, wait speaking of trace mcgrady when uh when grant hill was a free agent and he went to orlando what uh, can you imagine like if they had trace mcgrady and a healthy grant Hill, i know i, I know, know, know they tried to get tim duncan too and that didn't happen but yeah.
1: um that was the same that was the same free agency season right like, i think so they they, they were kind of close to getting tim duncan or yeah. at least like well tim duncan's a nerd so they're probably like hey check it out man we got disney world we have <laughs>
0: Universal Studios
1: Orlando you got uh, strip malls for days strip malls for days man Um, yeah that would have been crazy Uh, if, if uh, Grant Hill and Tracy McGrady that would that that sort of oh, man who would have played how would they have yeah who would have been like the two who would have played the three
0: well traditionally I mean Grant Hill was a three and, and McGrady played two a two. lot he
1: did play two a lot he played two with uh, Vince Carter right like mm-hmm. yeah, and, yeah, and the, Carter yeah. played three yeah and Carter played three so um yeah, God, devastation. That'd be like it would be like having two scotty Pippins, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Who could score like crazy and I mean, both
1: long as fuck. And that was like before player like position pos- position by position players were taller. So you would have a six eight guy at three, a six eight six nine guy with like a cr- seven foot wingspan at two. Mm-hmm. Right? He'd like tower over. Like I mean, if Derek Anderson is going up against Tracy McGrady, like a six four guy against him, like destroy him you know yeah Derek Anderson from Kentucky yeah
0: yeah oh, yeah that's yeah. a good reference
1: thank you thank you <laughs> yeah so Hall of Fame that's uh and who else uh, Ray Allen of course we we uh, didn't talk about him but well deserve it as well he he mentioned that he wasn't going to uh, enter under any uh, specific team
0: yeah because that's only a baseball thing right
1: um yeah and also because everyone hates, hates, <laughs> hates him so <laughs> i don't think the sonics or the bucks hate him no 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 that was another big three that was uh ray allen sam cassell and uh
0: big dog right yeah, i don't know about the big three <laughs> they, ca- they called it the big three yeah. they called it their big three so. sure <laughs> yeah. all right well that's a uh, that's another episode of Oakland Warriors podcast. Thank you for bearing with us through the dead part of the offseason. <laughs> and the fire alarms. So check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, OaklandWarriors.com, by a t-shirt. And give us a rating
1: on iTunes if you like the what you're hearing. And uh, feel free to give us some feedback, too.
0: This is Chung signing out. This is Patrick. Later. Music in this episode provided by Paper Sun. Special thanks to Jeff Oki as well as Paul Amardo for production support. See you next time, and go Dubs!